Well, 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 your old buddy Patrick has gone viral, folks. As of this recording on November 1st, uh, we've got a short on our YouTube channel on the topic of marijuana that has just under 10,000 views. It's got 50 comments, most of them negative and uh, most of them angry. And uh, you know what? Close to 250 likes and about 70 dislikes. So uh, if you haven't seen it, if you hadn't heard it, let's get you up to speed on this and then we'll go forward. Let's have a look at this uh, viral short right now. There's very few people who use marijuana and are mentally sound. And I always find it a little strange when people in one breath talk about how important marijuana is for their anxiety and then talk about how bad their anxiety is or their depression. Okay, so, you know, if you were an avid marijuana user, I can understand why that statement would rub you the wrong way. You know, of course, we all know the way the game is played. Um, I chose that clip uh, to post as a short because I knew it would ruffle some feathers. I knew it would start discussion. I knew it would get engagement. And, you know, there's a certain part of me that, that wants that engagement to grow this show. And I think the contention really was that, you know, nobody wants to be accused of being not mentally sound. You know, that's, it is, it's an, it was an attack in a sense, but I have to also say, I include myself in that. For many years, I used marijuana and I was not mentally sound. And I think that nobody also really wants to be shown a reality that is counter to or goes against their beliefs, right? Especially when it relates, uh, relates to a vice or to an addiction because, you know, we use these vices, whatever they may be, marijuana, alcohol, pornography, gambling, nicotine, food, social media, sex. We use those vices to self-soothe. And so when someone kicks down the door and says, you know, if you're doing that, you're not mentally sound. It's like, I'm just fine, thanks. And I don't have any pain to worry about. I'm dealing with it my own way. And so I can understand why there would be that emotional and negative reaction in the comments to this video. You know, I've seen things, I've seen things that have attacked my, my foundation as far as, you know, <laughs> the, even the, um, even the assertion that we as a culture are addicted to food and that we can definitely go a lot longer without eating uh, than, we, than we need to, or that we don't need to lift weights as frequently as we need to to see results. Those have attacked my personal beliefs and I didn't have an emotional response to them. I'm not above it. I'm just saying there's content out there that attacks our core beliefs and especially around our behaviors and our, our deeply held things that we do to feel okay. And so... I found this to be a very fascinating uh, little experience. So, you know, I will say that, yes, as one of the comments contended, I didn't offer any data. I didn't read any studies or offer any studies to back up my claims. However, in the description of that short, you can click the link for the full episode and you can hear my entire argument. And you can understand why I would say that very few people who use marijuana are mentally sound, myself included for a long time. And so, you know, on one hand, this does sort of remind me of my own misgivings about creating this sort of viral content. I, I will continue to do it. I think it's a good way to get exposure for the show, but I really need to praise you, the listener and the viewer of this show. If you are a dedicated listener of this show, you are willing to invest a little bit more time to hear the full argument and, and to understand that I'm not here to attack anybody. I'm not here to make anybody mad. I'm here to share my thoughts. And sometimes when we take those thoughts out of context and we force them on an unwitting audience, we get what we got with this viral short. And so I have to, of course, remind you and remind myself that this show simply is my life and it's my thoughts and you 
must decide if it's of any worth to you. You must decide whether or not to agree or disagree. Would never ask you to do something or believe something just because I said it. And I know that you're a smarter, more savvy listener. And that's why you're here. So with that said, I guess it is my duty then to expand on this topic. How does marijuana or any vice really affect our mental health? And more importantly, how does your own emotional reaction to somebody else's ideas reveal the beginning of your journey toward improved mental health? Let's think about this. The vices that we undertake, they affect our mental health. If you have an emotional response to somebody contradicting your beliefs, let's be aware that this could be an invitation to reflect on yourself deeply. So in this episode, I simply want to offer you two questions to ask yourself. If you're willing to do a little bit of self-reflection, if you think that marijuana or some other vice in your life maybe is having a negative effect, but you're not quite ready to start managing it, you're not quite ready to start quitting, I just want to give you two questions to ask yourself. This is not an attack. This is not me telling you to change your life. It is simply an invitation to self-examine. You know, it's worth noting that the episode from which that clip uh, was taken from has performed very, very well uh, from an analytic or listener perspective. It's in the top 25 of this year's audio episodes, and it is the most watched episode on YouTube by a, by a wide, wide margin. It's the number one episode on YouTube. What does this tell us? I think marijuana use is a popular and controversial topic and people's views around it are strong. I mean, when I think about the height of my marijuana use and the way it informed my identity, I think that if somebody had told me that I was not mentally sound and that I was to blame for my own mental illness, I would have probably had an emotional uh, and outrageous reaction to that. And I think that you know, marijuana itself is something that does affect our emotions, affect our mental health, of course, and our emotional control. So it's not surprising that if you're relying on a substance like that, you're prone to having these outbursts. So marijuana itself is a polarizing, it's a charged, and it's an emotionally laced topic that can sometimes cause an explosion. Uh, but it's not all about views. Uh, I have to say that marijuana is something I nearly ruined my life with. It didn't ruin my life. It didn't almost ruin my life. I nearly ruined my own life by using marijuana. And I can see that some people in the comments sort of not, you know, came to my defense or they, they sided with me. A lot of people feel the same way. It is something that you can misuse and reduce your quality of life with. So, you know, when I said what I said, that very few people who use marijuana are mentally sound. I was speaking from experience. 13 years smoking marijuana myself regularly and not being mentally sound. Depression, anxiety, you know, mindlessness, poor control of my thoughts, my breath, poor emotional control, poor self-discipline, low self-esteem. In the three and a half years since quitting marijuana, every single one of those conditions has improved. And I'm not saying that just because I've quit marijuana, everything got better. I've matured. I've put the work in. I've done other things in life to improve my mental health. But without marijuana, it's night and day. I am a better, fuller, and happier person. And as well, those 13 hazy years you know, spent smoking marijuana was with people who themselves 
by their own admission at times were not mentally well. We talked about it when we were high. And so, yes, the comment that said, I have confused correlation with causation in that marijuana and mental health go hand in hand in the sense that people are medicating. It's not a causation thing. You, you can say that for yourself and I'm not going to argue. You know, you have depression and anxiety for other reasons and marijuana helps you. That's your belief. That's your experience. There's no pushback from me on that. I don't have the time or the desire to tell you who you are. It's not my place. But I think it's important for those that said I should read some studies. I know very well how marijuana works in the brain. I think it's important then to understand that the endocannabinoid receptors in the brain, they absorb that exogenous THC when we smoke marijuana. We get a massive release of dopamine. And I've talked about how dopamine works on this show before. Quite simply, it is the chemical that our brain produces to reward us for a behavior that should be repeated, right? If you exercise and you feel good, you're getting a release of dopamine, you enjoy exercising. You eat a big piece of chocolate, you get a major release of dopamine. You go out and do well uh, in a sporting event, you go out and do well at a social gathering, you uh, maybe go home with a a new friend, you're going to get a major release of dopamine, you're going to want to do it again. So marijuana gives us a release of dopamine purely just by using it. So our brain thinks, hey, this must be good for us. We keep using it. We keep getting that feeling of reward. This is how addiction, this is how habit develops. Same thing with serotonin, right? Serotonin, the feel-good chemical, the lack of which leads to depression. We get those exogenous cannabinoids. We get that THC into our brain. We get a flood of serotonin. That's why we feel so good when we're high. Over time, you can imagine what happens. We need the marijuana to release that serotonin, right? If we already have depression and we're relying on marijuana to produce serotonin in the brain, suddenly now we're dependent on it to feel good. We risk dependence. We risk increased dosage. I'm quite, quite sure that this was the case for me. I was not mentally sound. I was addicted to marijuana in the sense of needing that dopamine release, needing to feel regulated through using marijuana and needing marijuana to feel happy at times. You combine that with poor nutrition, not a lot of exercise going on, stress of university, stress of poor relationships. I was not mentally sound and marijuana was not helping. How's that? So then with that in mind, we need to ask ourselves, are we relying or are you relying? I'm not anymore, but I was. Are you relying on marijuana to feel happy, to feel hungry, to feel strong and able and willing? And do those feelings go away without it? Now, if you have a terminal illness or some kind of chronic pain condition that you medicate with marijuana, I'm not talking to you, right? I'm talking to people who were like me, young, aimless, unsure about the future, self-medicating and trying to forget trauma, uh, covering up personality flaws and low self-esteem, people who know they can do better, people who have an instinct that tells them that weed or porn or booze or nicotine or overeating or promiscuity is holding them back. That's who I'm talking to. If you use marijuana and you have this belief that maybe life could be better, if you believe that you are not mentally sound because you use marijuana, this is who I'm talking to. I'm not attacking anybody. I'm talking to myself from 13 12, 10 years ago. And I know there's others out there like me. 
All right, so let's look at the other side of the coin here. If marijuana is a part of your life and you're happy with where you're at, don't quit. Like, truly. Don't let some Canadian on the internet tell you to quit, right? Like, I, I actually saw a great comment on one of my episodes on YouTube where, you know, we're doing a lot of episodes about quit marijuana, quit porn, uh, you know, quit, quit, quit your bad habits. And the guy commented, what's with all this quitting? I'm not quitting. I'm not telling you to quit. I'm telling you that if you think maybe you want to quit or you could quit or you've quit before and you want to quit again, you want to clean up your life and clean up your behavior, this is how I would do it. You know, I'd respect you a lot more if you listened to the episode and said, well, I'm not going to quit rather than, well, I better stop because he told me to. If you hear me say something inflammatory about what you do and you have an emotional response to it, that's actually nothing to do with me. I'm the creator. I'm the messenger of the idea. You know, if you look at this guy, me, and you say, oh, I still smoke weed and I bet you I make more money than this guy. I have more sex than this guy. I have a better life than this guy. That's fine. Now, that's a classic example of your ego leading you into this relational trap where it's like you're basing your value on me. You've allowed me now to live in your head rent-free. But if you can honestly look in the mirror and say, I love where I'm at. I'm growing. I'm improving. I'm a, I'm of service to others. I'm happy with where I'm at materially. I'm happy with where I'm at spiritually. And I use marijuana. I'm not talking to you. I'm not telling you to quit. If you hear me say something in relation to a habit, a bad habit that you have, and then you have an emotional reaction to try and cope with your continued use, that is a damn good invitation to start examining yourself more fully. You know, your desire to tell me to read studies or to mind my own business or that somebody actually said, most people with cancer use chemotherapy as if that was the same thing as saying most people with poor mental health use marijuana. Your desire to think and say these things reflects on you. And that is an invitation to examine yourself. You know, if you so desperately need to defend your marijuana use, so desperately, right, that a 15-second YouTube clip makes you stop your scrolling, stop your day, and write a big, long comment, which I do appreciate the engagement. This is a reflection of yourself, right? Just like I was saying, when I see those tweets uh, saying that maybe we as a culture are addicted to food and that weightlifting and taking creatine is, you know, is leading to sort of men with big feminine tits. Hey, I'm willing to think about it. I'm still going to do chest workouts, but I'm going to, I'm, Hey, I'll think about that. I'll think about that. Maybe I don't need to do <laughs> so many chest workouts. So it brings me then to the second question that we need to ask. Is marijuana really helping? Or do you know that it's causing issues? Is it issues that you've learned to live with in the name of self-soothing, in the name of numbing, and at the cost of rejecting personal growth and development? That was my case for many years. I'd invite you to check out the marijuana episode from July 11th. It's very easy to find on YouTube. It's got way more views than any of the other ones. If you're looking to quit, to manage, to lessen your marijuana habit, give this episode an honest listen and see what you think and let me know what you think. Hell, go join the crowd of people in the comment section on this short and, and add your voice. Sure, it's stressful to see it, but it's it's what I wanted. I want that discussion, even if some of it is a little bit insane. And for today, take away these two questions. Are you relying on the roller coaster of marijuana for temporary relief? And is it holding you back? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying to change. I've never told you to change. I may have a few times, but I, I don't do it anymore. 
Are we relying on marijuana, the roller coaster of marijuana for temporary relief? And is it holding me back? Is there dependence? Is there a hindering, a prevention of my own growth from using marijuana? All we can do is reflect. In a year from now, I'll be reflecting on the things I'm doing, no doubt. That's how, at least that's how I found to grow, to look within. So we'll end it there. We'll leave it for now. Please check out that viral short. Check out the marijuana episode on YouTube. Until we speak again, please remember that better is possible.